Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Israel Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we are in Esther chapter 8, and chapter 8 will be read by Bible Is, From Faith Comes by Hearing. Esther 8 On that day, King Ahasuerus gave to Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was to her. And the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. Then Esther spoke again to the king. She fell at his feet and wept and pleaded with him to avert the evil plan of Haman the Agagite and the plot that he had devised against the Jews. When the king held out the golden scepter to Esther, Esther rose and stood before the king, and she said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and if the thing seems right before the king, and I am pleasing in his eyes, let an order be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman the Agagite, the son of Hamadatha, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, who were in all the provinces of the king. For how can I bear to see the calamity that is coming to my people? Or how can I bear to see the destruction of my kindred? Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and they have hanged him on the gallows because he intended to lay hands on the Jews. But you may write as you please with regard to the Jews in the name of the king, and seal it with the king's ring. For an edict written in the name of the king and sealed with the king's ring cannot be revoked. The king's scribes were summoned at that time in the third month, which is the month of Scythan, on the twenty-third day. And an edict was written, according to all that Mordecai commanded concerning the Jews, to the satraps and the governors and the officials of the provinces, from India to Ethiopia, one hundred twenty-seven provinces, to each province in its own script, and to each people in its own language, and also to the Jews in their script and their language. And he wrote in the name of King Ahasuerus, and sealed it with the king's signet ring. Then he sent the letters by mounted couriers riding on swift horses that were used in the king's service, bred from the royal stud, saying that the king allowed the Jews who were in every city to gather and defend their lives, to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate any armed force of any people or province that might attack them, children and women included, and to plunder their goods, on one day throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, on the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar. A copy of what was written was to be issued as a decree in every province, being publicly displayed to all peoples, and the Jews were to be ready on that day to take vengeance on their enemies. So the couriers, mounted on their swift horses that were used in the king's service, rode out hurriedly, urged by the king's command. And the decree was issued in Susa, the citadel. 
Then Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal robes of blue and white, with a great golden crown and a robe of fine linen and purple. And the city of Susa shouted and rejoiced. The Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor. And in every province and in every city, wherever the king's command and his edict reached, there was gladness and joy among the Jews, a feast and a holiday. And many from the peoples of the country declared themselves Jews, for fear of the Jews had fallen on them. Over the past several years of our lives, Terry and I have had plenty of opportunity to travel. Sometimes it's personal for rest and relaxation, sometimes it's ministry-related. And I share that today because travel sometimes is a challenge when it comes to daily Bible reading. I know you have busy lives too, and Bible reading may be sometimes a challenge for you. So as I look back in my daily Bible reading journals, sometimes I find some interesting surprises. In 2007, when I read Esther chapter 8, I was cruising. So let me just share some personal aspects of my Bible reading journal, and then we'll get into the book of Esther. I wrote on this particular day, we're cruising from L.A. to Cabo San Lucas. We're out in the Pacific Ocean where I was reading Esther 8 that day. This time it was just me and Terry. In 2000, for our 25th anniversary, we cruised with some dear friends of ours. And then in 2006, we cruised with our whole family after the death of my father. But this time it's just the two of us on Vision of the Seas on Royal Caribbean. I remember that trip. It was a Mexican Riviera out of Los Angeles, and we had a great time. But I also read my Bible that day, and I read Esther chapter 8, and I wrote, Reward for Faithfulness. Mordecai had served faithfully for years with no reward, no recognition. Now, we don't serve God for those reasons. We serve him for who he is. But sometimes God rewards such service here on earth. Other times, it will only be a heavenly reward. And again, in 2016, we were traveling when uh, I was reading the book of Esther. And this trip was a ministry trip to Norway on behalf of the Gideons International. And it was a bit more challenging because I was a full day of travel, three flights, with all the delays and a two and a half hour car ride and the change of times, I almost struggled to get my daily Bible reading in. I made a note in my journal that it was 11.42 p.m. that I almost missed the day when I read Esther chapter 8. But I recapped Esther this way in that journal. Mordecai moves into Haman's house. Talk about defeat. Haman is hung and his enemy moves into his own house. And Mordecai takes over Haman's job. Oh, what God can do to defeat our enemies. But the Jews are still in jeopardy because the king's order cannot be reversed. But Mordecai, who is in a, the now the position that Haman was in, and Queen Esther figure this out and decide that the king can make a new edict and that the Jews could defend themselves on the day of annihilation. They can fight back. And there is a celebration among the Jews all over the country and in the city of Susa. They are joyful because they can defend themselves from destruction. God has turned the whole thing around. Not only is the king's queen Jewish, but now his top advisors are Jews, and many other people decide to declare themselves Jews as well. Verse 17 concludes chapter 8. 
as I read, and in every province, and in every city, wherever the king's command and his edict reached, there was gladness and joy among the Jews, a feast and a holiday, and many from the peoples of the country declared themselves Jews, for the fear of the Jews had fallen on them. So what are some takeaways from Esther chapter 8? Well, first, in your busy life, remain faithful to God's word, whether on vacation, on a cruise, or after a long day of travel, or maybe a long day of work. Listen to those podcasts every day, or pick up your Bible and enjoy a portion of God's word. Number two, stay faithful in the little things of life, like Mordecai. In a sense, like most of us, he was a nobody, just a common man hanging out at the king's gate. And at one time in his life, he took on raising a young girl without parents, never realizing that she would become a queen. Number three, be ready to defend your faith. The edict to kill all the Jews still stands, but the right has been given to defend themselves. Be ready to defend yourself, because as we will see in the next chapter, God can gain the victory. Father, we thank you for your word that encourages us each and every day. Thank you for your faithfulness to us in the little things in life that may open a door to greater opportunity to serve you in the future. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen.